Thank you, Andy. And that one's brand new, isn't it? Yes, sir. I've never done that one before. That's great. We're glad to have you here today. Today we're going to begin our 40 Days of Purpose a spiritual journey together. And we're going to start today by asking uh, three uh, very important questions. Uh, we're going to ask the question of existence. That's why am I alive? We're going to ask the question of significance. Does my life matter? And we're going to ask the question of intention. What is my purpose? Uh, now, the first question, the question of existence, why am I alive? That is not a new question. Uh, in fact, man has been asking that uh, from the very beginning. Uh, several thousand years ago, Jeremiah said, why was I born? Was it only to have trouble and sorrow to end my life in disgrace? And there probably have been times when you've wondered that yourself. You know, was I born just to have a bunch of problems? Uh, was I put on this planet just to have heartache and grief and stress? Am, am I here just to be born, uh, to live, to raise some kids, work, retire, and die? Is that it? Now, there are several approaches that people use to try to find out the meaning for their life. There's the mystical approach. Uh, the mystical approach says, look within, look within yourself. But if we could find our purpose by looking within, we'd all know our purpose. But it doesn't work. You don't find it by looking within. Now, the survivalist approach says, well, the purpose of life is just to stay alive. Well, the problem with that is the mortality rate's 100%. Uh, that doesn't work. That's the whole purpose. Uh, the naturalist approach, uh, the purpose of life is just to perpetuate itself. You're just here for biological reasons. Uh, the only reason you're here is to reproduce and keep the species alive. Well, you know, that's not real fulfilling. It can be fun, at least at our house. But it's not a life purpose. Uh, the hedonist approach says the purpose of life is pleasure. The goal is just to have fun and to party hardy. But you know, there are lots of things in life that are unpleasant. There's pain in life. What's the purpose in the unpleasant things? Materialist says life's just about the acquisition of things. Your, your life is measured by the things that you own. But you can't take the things that you own with you into eternity. You, you never see a hearse pulling a U-Haul. Or you can try the self-help approach. I mean, every bookstore has books on how to discover your life purpose. Uh, they basically all say the same thing. They you know, you've got to create your own purpose in life. And they give you some tips on how to do that. They, you know, discover your dreams, pursue your goals, have some ambitions, aim high, believe you can achieve, figure out what you're good at and do that, never give up. You know, it's all good advice. In fact, most of that is Christian advice. And if you do those things, you may be able to make your life a success. But being a success and knowing your life purpose are two totally different things. I mean, you can be a raving success in life and still not know what on earth am I here for. I mean, we see people all the time who have success, but they don't have significance. They have success, as the world defines it, but they don't have satisfaction. I mean, how often do we see truly successful people living in despair? The purpose of your life is far greater than your own personal fulfillment. It's far greater than your own happiness or even your own peace of mind. You were made by God. 
you were made for God. And until you understand that, life isn't going to make sense. So why did God put us here? Why are we alive? Is there a reason? Proverbs 16.4 says, The Lord has made everything for His own purpose. God never made anything without a purpose. No rock, no shrub, no tree, no birds, no fish, no animals, no person has been made without a purpose. In fact, God has five purposes for your life. And over the next 40 days, we're going to look in detail at those five purposes. The five reasons why God put you on this planet. Let's look at Ephesians 1-4 uh, today. In fact, read it out loud with me. Long before He laid down earth's foundations, He had us in mind and settled on us as the focus of His love to be made whole and holy by His love. Circle that phrase, the focus of His love. The focus of His love. If you don't get anything else as we start this 40 days, I want you to understand this, that God made you to love you. You were created to be loved by God. God is love. God wanted to create someone, something, some person to love. And so He created you. He didn't need you. He wasn't lonely. But He made you in order to love you. He wanted you. And before we can talk about anything else, you have to understand this very basic concept. What on earth am I here for? You're here so that God can love you. The question of existence, what on earth am I here for? I am here to be loved by God. Second key question is the question of significance. Does my life matter? Uh, Isaiah asked this question. He said, My work all seems so useless. I've spent my strength for nothing and for no purpose at all. See, you were made for meaning. And if you don't have meaning and purpose in your life, if you don't know why God put you here, then life doesn't make sense. And it just becomes wearisome. You're going to go through life at one of three levels. The first level, the lowest level, the most common level is the survival level. Most people on earth today just live at the survival level. You know, they, they're just in survival mode. They're not really living, they're just existing. They're controlled by their circumstances. They just put in their time in survival mode. Now, a step up from survival mode is the success level. And honestly, by the world standards, this is where, this is where most of us live. I mean, we, we've got it made. Compared to the rest of the world, uh, we're, we're extremely wealthy. Uh, we have possessions. We have freedom. We have good health. We have bountiful food. Uh, you know, by the rest of the world, we're quite successful. But there are a lot of people who would say, well, if I'm so successful, how come I feel so unfulfilled? Because it takes more than success to satisfy you have to go to the third level of living. That's the significance level. Not just survival, not even success, but the significance level where you know the meaning of life. You know that you matter to God. You know God's purposes for your life and you're moving to fulfill them. You know, does my life matter? Well, God says, I'm your creator. You were in my care even before you were born. God was caring 
for you and about you, even as he fought you up, even before you were born. You, God, scheduled each day of my life before I began to breathe. Every day was recorded in your book. You want to know if you matter to God? Every day of your life has been recorded in God's book. Even before you took a breath. Yes, you matter. God made you. God made you to love you. You know, sometimes we wonder, is God playing games with us? Is God intentionally trying to confuse us? Uh, Does he keep us in the dark so we don't know why we're here? The answer to that is no, not at all. God wants you to know that you matter to him. God wants you to know the meaning of life. He wants you to know his purposes. He's gone to great lengths to communicate them to us. And if you'll stick with us over the next 40 days, you'll discover what they are. You'll discover how to fulfill them, how to live them out. Your life matters to God. And in fact, God has extremely long-range plans for you. Well, look at the next verse. It says, His plans endure, what? Yeah, forever. His purposes last, what? Eternally, forever, eternally. God's purposes for your life are not just for your life here on earth. They're they're the purposes for your eternal life. They are the purposes for your life forever and ever. Because God's purposes are eternal. God's purposes last forever. Now, when we talk about the five purposes that God put you on earth for, you need to understand God wants you to discover those purposes and practice those purposes here. God wants you to learn what they are. He wants you to learn how to do them here because you're going to do them forever in heaven. God's plans and purposes for your life don't end at death. And one day your heart will stop beating, but that is not the end of you. That is not the end of your life, folks. That's not even the end of your body because there will be a resurrection. Psalm 33:11 says, His purposes last eternally. God says, I was made to last forever. I was made to be loved by God, and I was made to last forever. This life is not all there is. You know, one of the, one of the biggest ways that you can waste your life is to think that this is all there is. Because it's not. You're going to spend far more time on the other side of death than you spend on this side of death. The 60, 70, 80, 90, 100 years that you live here, those are just a drop in the bucket compared to eternity. You know, the time you spend here on earth really isn't that long compared to the time you're going to spend in eternity. But this life matters because it is the decisions that you make in this life that set the destination of where you'll spend eternity. It, it's the decisions that you make here in this life that set the direction of your life for eternity. This life is crucial. It matters. You were made for eternity. And this life is preparation for eternity. And over the next 40 days, we're going to look at how do you prepare for that eternity? Because this life is not all there is. Notice 2 Corinthians 5.1. When this tent we live in, our body here on earth is torn down, God will have a house in heaven for us to live in, a home he himself has made which will last forever. You want to know how much you matter to God? 
God has made plans and provision for you to spend eternity with Him. He wants to keep you with Him forever. Proverbs 9.6, leave your impoverished confusion and live and walk up the street to a life with meaning. You know, question of existence. Why am I alive? Well, God answers that by saying, I made you to love you. The question of significance, does my life matter? And God answers that by saying, your life matters so much that it will determine your destiny and direction forever. Third question, question of intention. What is my purpose? What on earth am I here for? Psalm 89:47. David asked the question, he said, why did you create us for nothing? You know, David's talking to God and he just says, well, what is this all about? The, the philosopher, great philosopher of the 20th century, Bertrand Russell, British philosopher, he's an atheist. He says, unless you assume the existence of God, the question of life's meaning and purpose is irrelevant. You know, at least he was honest to admit, if there's no God, there's no point. If there's no God, there's no purpose. And you're just a freak of nature, you're just complex pond scum. And your life doesn't matter if there's no God. But there is a God. There is a God, and He made you for a reason. He made you for a purpose. But the only way you're going to know that purpose is by first looking to Him. You know, if you don't know something's purpose, uh, it's likely to be abused. If you don't know the purpose of something, it's most likely to be used for a lower purpose. You know, you'll, you'll read articles every once in a while. Somebody have a valuable antique or, or, or an ancient artifact that they're using as a doorstop. But they don't know what its purpose. They don't know its value. And so when that's the case, we tend to use things for a lower purpose. We lower their value. You know why so many people are abused in the world today? Because we have forgotten what their purpose is. We have forgotten their value. Now, the only way you can know the purpose for something is you have to talk to the creator, to the inventor, or you have to read the owner's manual. And if you want to know the purpose of your life, you've got to talk to your creator, and you've got to read the owner's manual. You've got to read the instruction book if you want to know the purpose. Now, the first verse in the Bible says, In the beginning, God. In the beginning, God. If those words hadn't been written, we wouldn't even be discussing the purpose of your life. We wouldn't be discussing the meaning of life. It all starts with God. It continues with God. It ends with God. In the beginning, God created. Proverbs 9.10. Let's read this one with me. Knowing God results in every other kind of understanding. You know why there's so much chaos and confusion and conflict in our world today? It's because we don't know God. And because we don't know God, we don't understand so many other things. But if you want to understand the meaning and purpose of life, write this down. You find your purpose by getting to know God. It starts with God. Colossians 1.16, everything, absolutely everything, above and below, visible and invisible, everything got started in Him and finds, read it with me, finds its purpose in Him. Finds its purpose in Him. Next verse, it is in Christ that we find out who we are and what we are living for. 
the part of the overall purpose he is working out in everything and everyone. If you want to know the purpose of your life, you start getting to know God. The more you get to know God, the more you understand the ways and the wisdom of God, the more you're going to understand the meaning and purpose of life. And the more you're going to understand everything else. Because knowing God results in every other kind of understanding. Now, you're not going to get that kind of understanding uh, on some talk show or from a horoscope or from a newspaper or tabloid or cable TV. The only way you're going to learn the purpose of God is to get to know God. In the beginning, God. It really is that simple. It's simple, but it's not easy. It takes time. Understanding God's purpose for your life takes time. And that's why we're going to carve out 40 days uh, to look at God's purpose for you. Now, in your worship folder, there, there's a, a card that looks like this. And it says at the top, a 40 days of purpose commitment card. And, and I'd like each one of you to take those out. And, and I want everybody to have one of these. And I know a lot of times, you know, couples, not everybody gets a bulletin when they come in. And a lot of times couples will share. You know, one of you is the secretary. The other one chairs the meeting. And uh, so, um, you know, but I want everybody to have one of these. So we've got a couple of guys here who are going to pass these out uh, to you. If you'll just put your hand up, uh, they'll get one to you. Because in a moment, we're going to want everybody to, to have one of these. Now, you may be asking, well, why 40 days? Why 40 days? Well, the Bible's clear that God considers 40 days to be a spiritually significant time period. Uh, when God wanted to prepare His people, He took 40 days to prepare them. Uh, Noah's life was transformed by 40 days of rain. Moses' life was transformed by 40 days on Mount Sinai. Uh, the spies were transformed by 40 days in the Promised Land. David was transformed by Goliath's 40-day challenge of the nation of Israel. Do you realize that you know, Goliath was, was uh, taunting the nation of Israel for 40 days before David whacked him? The city of Nineveh was transformed in 40 days of repentance. Jesus was empowered for ministry by spending 40 days in the desert. The disciples were transformed by 40 days with Jesus from the resurrection until the ascension. And the next 40 days are going to transform your life. Uh, I'm confident of that. I mean, I've seen it happen over and over and over again. So I want you to, to look at this card. It's uh, talking about your, your commitment to 40 days of purpose. And it says, believing that God created me for his purposes and that the best use of my life is to fulfill those purposes, I commit the next 40 days to a better understanding of God's five purposes for me. And then it says, I will participate in a 40 days of purpose small group. Uh, you know, our goal the last few weeks is to begin to get all of you signed up in, in a small group. And, and if you're not in a, in a group, uh, you need to do it today. Uh, you know, it's not too late today. You know, our small group guys will hustle around and get you plugged in. But after today, uh, the groups are starting and they're on their way. But uh, you can still stop by the small group table and sign up for a small group. Next commitment, I will read each day's chapter from the Purpose Driven Life book. And we encourage everybody to get a copy of the book. And I, I'd encourage you just to schedule a daily appointment. To just pick out a time every day and put it on your schedule. And just say, I'm going to meet with God 15 minutes every day and read this book. 
And I'd encourage you to get a, a spiritual partner, an accountability partner, that when you're done reading, you text them, you call them, you email them, and just let them know, hey, I did today's reading. Did you do the, the reading today? And you just hold each other accountable for that. Next, I will hear all seven messages in this series, The Purpose Driven Life. You know, if you can't be here for one of the weekend services over the next six weeks, well, then get a CD from the information table. The sermons are online on our website. Uh, you know, but do what you need to do in order to hear all of these sermons because they, they all fit together as part of this process. And then it says, I will do my best to memorize a Bible verse each week. Now, I want you to notice I built some grace into this one. You, the others say, I will read, I will read, I will hear the message. When you come to the memory verse, I'll do my best. Okay, because some of you are like me and I can't remember where I parked. Um, but I'm going to do my best to learn, uh, learn a verse every week. And, uh, and I want to encourage you to make that commitment, too. Uh, the memory verses are in the back of the small group material. You can cut out the little cards and carry them with you and, uh, and work on memorizing those verses. Okay, everybody look up here. If you take all the time that it takes to do these four things and you add it all together, you know, I figured it up. I was a little generous on, on all of them. If you added all of them up, the amount of time it would take you to read every day, to memorize the verse, to be in your small group, uh, to hear the sermons, if you add it all up, it comes to 48 hours. Okay? 48 hours spread out over 40 days. That's what we're asking you to commit to. And that's not that large a commitment. And, and, and it, I mean, is it worth it to know the purpose of your life? Uh, I would think so. So here's what I want you to do. Uh, as you look at this card, you might think, well, there, there's two cards together on one sheet. No, it's, it's one card. And what I want you to do is I want you to sign on the signature line, and then I want you to tear it in two. Okay? And so you're going to wind up with a half that uh, doesn't have a signature on it and a half that has a signature on it. And then later in the service, I'm going to ask you to take the part with the signature, and we're going to have you come up here to these crosses we have up in the front and nail that commitment card to the cross. I want you to do something to make that commitment, to cement that commitment uh, in your heart and mind. Now, I understand that, that we're at different places in our spiritual journey. Uh, it doesn't matter. We're going to go through this journey together, starting with wherever you're at. Uh, you know, no matter what stage you're at in your spiritual growth, you can benefit from this study. I mean, you know, some of you are seekers. You're saying, I'm not even sure if I buy into all this. Uh, but, but I'll take 40 days to check it out. Well, congratulations. What a great step. I, I am so glad you're going to be with us on this journey. Uh, some of you are new believers. You know, just, you've just recently given your heart to Jesus Christ. And, and I'm just thinking, what an exciting thing for it to happen for you, to, to be able to get your uh, new spiritual life off on this kind of a start. I mean, this is a real gift to you to do this campaign at this point in, in your spiritual growth. Some of you may be, may be stumblers. You, know, you, you became believers years ago. You know, you've been a Christian for years, but you'd say, you know, Pastor, if I'm honest, I haven't been pursuing God's plan and God's purpose for my life. I've been pursuing my own plan and purpose. And, uh, and my, I, I, my life is losing some of its meaning, some of its significance. This 40 days is a wonderful time to come back home. What a wonderful time to make that course correction that gets you back in line with what God wants you to do for your life. 
Some of you are, are just solid, mature believers. Been following the Lord devoutly for a number of years. I'm really excited for you. This is an opportunity for you to go deeper than you've ever gone before. And this is an opportunity for you to bring others along with you as you go deeper into the things of God. But regardless of where you're at in your spiritual journey, look at Acts 10.35. It makes no difference who you are or where you're from. If you want God and are ready to do as He says, the door is open. The door is open for you to do this. God has great things in store for you. I hope you'll join us. Let's pray together. You know, God had a purpose in bringing you here today. I don't know why you think you're here, but God had a purpose to bring you here today. He wants you to know that He loves you. He wants you to know that your life matters. He wants you to know that He has purpose and meaning and significance for you. And so I invite you just, just, just to pray to Him. You don't have to use fancy words. Just in the quietness of your own heart. Just say, God, I realize if it weren't for you, I, I wouldn't be alive. I wouldn't be here. But you made me. And you made me for a purpose. God, you made me to love you. You made me to be loved by you. And God, my life matters. And so today, I bring it to you. I ask you to lead and guide and direct me over the next 40 days. Help me to discover what you want me to do. For we ask it in Jesus' name.